0: Welcome to the Katie Canine Show, here every Sunday from 4 to 6 and 3 to K9 questions and occasional feline questions, and Carly is out. I can't wait for Carly to come back next week because she should be in euphoria with uh, the gophers winning yet again, <laughs> and so her, she loves her gophers, so that'll be really cool. Sorry, but we got Hope. Hope is back joining the I'm craziness back. here. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I didn't damage you enough that you... Nope, you I'm found, back. You found somebody else <laughs> for this week. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hanging in there. <laughs> that is so cool. How did your week go, Hope?
1: It was good. It, it feels like it went by fast. <laughs>
0: Tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> Always, it. Always, I that, guess. Yeah, my grandkids <laughs> left. They were here for a month. Uh, all three of them and my daughter, they left uh, Wednesday morning. Had to get her to the airport by 4 o'clock in the morning. And so, uh, come home and honest to Pete, it was like a deafening quiet. Oh, I'm sure. I just sat there going, in fact, today is if, if you would have walked into my house up to today you would have thought they were still there. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't picked up a darn thing. There's toys all over the place and such like that. It was, I just got so busy and it's just like, yeah, I'll get to, it. I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm just going to leave it. I'll get to it. And well, today now, picked up delivery. And I'm getting there. And now the toys at least are in their bins. Now we just got to get the bins out of there. So <laughs> there's got a the, start. Got the pillows back onto the couch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's. Uh, but yeah. It's. It's a deafening quiet. Mm. So, but
1: it's. Uh, you know. It's.
0: I'm sure, Do you have you ever gone on a vacation, I mean, a real vacation, like for a week you went on a cruise or something like that?
1: I've done that, and I've traveled to Germany with family, like a lot of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when you get Mm -hmm. back, doesn't it feel like in two
0: days you never left? Yes. I I just, I don't understand that. It's like, you know, two days later, it's like the boys weren't here. You know, out of living there, you know, with us for, you know, a whole month, 24-7. Right. You'd think that it would be more of a, I don't get that, and... See, I don't call vacation. (laughs) So so I just wanted to see, you know, need a
1: vacation from your vacation sometimes. Oh, that's what I mean. I look at a lot of people that
0: take the time to go on vacation and it's so much work when you come back to back paddle and get caught up. Exactly.
1: To me, that's more stressful than I'm just staying home. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of nice to come, if you can plan it to come back where you can have like maybe a day or two to kind of get organized before Uh jumping back into your regular routine. Because even
0: uh, I have gotten so far behind in my emails and stuff like that. Uh, I've tried to stay up on my phone calls, you know, with the kids here, because about every two seconds, grandma, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> And then by the end of the day it's like I'm so tired I just can't think to answer the you know, the the emails and that. So I apologize to anybody that's been trying to email me and I haven't returned it, don't worry, I'm getting caught up. <laughs> but they still keep coming in, so I'm going still oh, I'm farther sure. behind. But I will I'll get there. Usually today. But today, uh usually Sundays I try to get caught up in email, but I got caught up with picking up toys and, you know, putting yeah. in bins and stuff today. <laughs> so I didn't get caught up on that. But Oh well, so hopefully you guys got good questions. It is the last Sunday of the month, so that means Doctor Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is here. So if you got any vet questions, please uh, use her talents. Why she here is here in the hey, and it's free. You know, you don't have to set up an appointment or a consult. You can get a little bit of a knowledge, but just by asking her a question, why she's here. So, so if you got any question for Dr. Jess, you know, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Then of course I I'll take your calls uh, for any pet or dog or cat questions. And just a heads up, hopefully in about a week, maybe two weeks, we'll be, I'll have a big announcement to make about an event I am putting together. Ooh. I'm getting really close to the website is going to be almost done and stuff like that. So before I but I don't want to say anything it's until... A surprise, okay. Yep, yeah, and then I'm going to go, ta-da!
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Now people are going to be, like, so <clears> excited. <throat> yes. So you'll be announcing in a week or so? Well, hopefully, hopefully? yeah. With, okay. If
0: everything goes well, maybe even next
1: Sunday. So All
0: we'll right. see. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited about it. I got the idea about, oh, six months ago, seven months ago, and then just try to bring it together. Sure. It's going to... Yeah, yeah, so hopefully it'll know it'll, it'll do good, and people are going to love it. So that's what uh, I'm hoping for. Oh, that's for exciting! It. Yes, yes, I know it, Dad. So, and then uh, uh, the event is going to—I'm going to uh, some of the proceeds is going to go towards two nonprofits. Okay. And so I'm going to announce who the two nonprofits are. before For that, so we will we'll, so some of the proceeds. You know, obviously you got to pay the bills first. <laughs> so anyway, so 651-641-1071. Also, to mark your calendars for December eleventh, I'm going to be down at Fleekles in Rosemount uh, with Lori and Julia. Uh, now this ought to be. Cool quite the sight. I've never been on site with those gals and so you know how funny they are. But anyway, so I'm going to be down at uh, down in Rosemont while they do their show live as a Santa stop. So please bring unwrapped toys and please don't forget about the teenagers, you know, 10 and up because uh, everybody wants to bring the kids stuff, stuffed animals, all the cute stuff, you know, for uh, for Christmas presents. And what, we're gathering toys for the Roda McDonald house, all right? So it's a, a, a toy stop. So please uh, stop in December, December 11th. I'll be there from 3 to 6. And while they're doing their show live, I'll be doing uh, on the side. I'll be talking to people, you know, answering pet questions, not on air, but off to the side. You'll be there. Yes. Right. And if you got a user-friendly dog, and uh, one thing I'm, I'm bringing up is that if you're having a hard time, walking your dog uh bring your dog down uh Flegles have got the collar that i use and so i'll help you get your dog your dog walking nicely on a collar and it just does not cost you nothing other than buying the collar isn't that kind of cool so mark your calendar december 11th three to six i'll be down there at fleagles with Lori and julia doing their show live so hopefully you'll have fun with that all right and then thursday is the big teeter day the big thanksgiving day and so please keep your pets out of the carcasses. Know where your turkey is at all times. Please, the minute you get done carving that turkey, don't say, oh, "I'll come back. And no, you're going to put it in a bag and you're going to walk it outside to the trash and put it in the trash immediately so the dog doesn't get to it. All right. So the whole thing is, is that uh, with the T day, too, when your company comes in, please, uh, this is with any holidays or any gatherings. OK, uh, put the dog in the kennel or keep him on a leash but preferably put them in the kennel and then wait till everybody's coats are hung, everybody's seated, cocktails are being served, conversation started. Now bring the dog out on a leash and then sit on the bulk of the leash and ignore the dog. Don't look at him, don't touch him, don't do anything. And you're going to practice that prior to your guests so that your dog learns when you sit on the leash, they are to just lay down and calm down and just absorb the people's uh, voices that are around them and the people's smells. And then once the dog lays down and is calm, maybe wait five minutes or so and don't unhook the leash. You're just going to get off the leash and let them go say how do but if they start jumping you grab the leash come back sit back on the leash and so don't bring and then uh maybe you might want to wait to even after dinner to bring the dog out but you know the dog you gotta keep everything uh under control all right as a dog matures and such like that things will get a little bit better with the craziness of guests and then holidays and such like that and then as you are putting up your christmas trees i'm sure that's going up on friday because it's such a short time between thanksgiving and christmas uh put a baby gate around your uh, your uh, If you've got a smaller dog or even a bigger dog, put a baby gate, you know, around the tree uh, to keep the dog and uh, dog away. Now, cats, that's a different story. But uh, get yourself a spray bottle. And when the dog goes to, like, sniff, you look at the tree, blast him in the face, ah, leave it. All right? Uh, your cats, if the cat wants to get close to the tree, blast him in the face with the water and go, Sht. You know, and when the dog cat takes off, great. Uh, also, a shake can. You remember a pop can rinsed out, put five pennies in it, taped the top of it shut. If the dog starts walking towards a tree, you want to create a barrier around the tree that when the dog or gets too close, that you're you're gonna get the correction. So pretty soon, you use the word "la shake," leave it. And so as they get better and better. Now, if, when you leave the house. I tell people with pets, especially if you got young pets, anchor the tree to the wall. <laughs> so in case when you leave, the cat doesn't get up into the tree and tip the whole thing over or the dog tip the thing over. But otherwise, you might want to put up a baby gate, you know, around the tree, the parameter, you know, for dogs, especially to stay out of there. And if you've got family heirlooms, don't put them on the tree right now. Just keep them in the box and safe until you get a cat and a dog that leave the tree alone. And I usually tell people with the first Christmas of with kids, kittens or cats, and dogs don't decorate the tree all the way down they just do halfway or maybe do a, a tree that sits on a table instead of a floor t- tree you know your pets best and the best thing is to keep everything everybody safe no fires in your home and no you remember christmas vacation how the cat got zipped <laughs> but uh, so the whole thing is keep everybody safe all right all right let's see where are we at here uh where'd my trivia go we got tri- turkey trivia yeah. Oh, here we are. Okay. Are you uh, ready for trivia? Then we come back and we get calls? That's perfect. All right. There you go. Why do turkeys gobble? Why do turkeys gobble? We'll be back. Hello. Thank you for holding, and we're going to be getting to your calls shortly here first. Why do turkeys gobble? Do you have any idea there, Hope? No, not really. All right. How about you, Dr. Jess? Any uh, Any ideas why turkeys gobble? Is there hungry? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of
1: thinking that too.
0: Okay, only the male turkeys gobbled. Or And male, well, anyway, we'll get to that. And uh, (laughs) let's see, they can make a call known as a gobble, and they mostly do it in the spring and the fall. It is a mating call that attracts the hens. Wild turkeys uh, gobble at loud sounds, and when they settle in for the night, the wild turkey can make at least 30 different calls, gobbles. I didn't realize that, 30 different Mm. calls. Interesting. Thanksgiving on Thursday, so we're doing, instead of doing Thanksgiving trivia, we're doing know your bird or <laughs> well, know your turkey
1: <laughs> all right okay let's head for the phone lines all right we have john and he has a question about his dog keeps chewing its own fur all right hey john how you doing
0: good how about you
1: good good what kind of dog
0: uh 10 month old golden retriever okay first thing what um food are you feeding uh it's
2: the Adult Maintenance source.
0: Okay. And then um, uh, this time of year, you know, when the furnace goes off to when the furnace goes on, you know, the humidity in houses start tanking if we don't replenish the humidity up. And Dr. Jess explained that. I, I was having trouble with... Uh, Uh, My ethyl, my three-pounder, sneezing. And so she said, well, what's the humidity like in your house? And I'm like, oh, that's a good question. I bumped up the humidity that made all the difference in the world, and that can make all the difference in an itchy coat also. Now, also, too, when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off is that you want to do fish oil or some kind of omega-3-6 oil at least five times a week, if not seven days a week. And the reason is is because there we get same with us, you know uh we lose the omega threes and sixes and we need to replenish it. We need a little extra during the the winter months, all right Do you give any supplements
2: uh we We do not uh currently the only thing besides your food would be um we use. Like a little bit of canned pumpkin for treats.
0: Sometimes. Okay, good. Canned pumpkin's good. That's good fiber, and it's good for the keeping the doo-doos flowing nicely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Jess, you have any input on this one? Well, where is your dog chewing?
2: Uh, it would be her tail and her back legs, primarily.
0: Yeah.
3: And, you know, golden retrievers are kind of famous for allergies um, because they're such a popular breed. There's a lot of common conditions that are seen in the breed, and allergies are certainly you know, one of the most common ones. And so um, with dogs in general, any kind of itching or skin rashes or uh, ear infections or anal gland problems or anything like that, everything gets put into the diagnosis container of allergies. And so all those things are indicative of an um, uh, an immune system that is disturbed. And so if you've been feeding your dog the same Um, the same formula, formula like the same protein, the same carbohydrate, like basically the same food for a while. You need to introduce some changes into the diet. So variety in the diet is one way to avoid uh, having allergy symptoms. Okay. Uh, Using supplements like probiotics, fish oils, like Katie was saying, um, those are kind of basic things. Or something like um, you know, springtime makes a supplement called Fresh Factors. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. My gillian gets that.
3: Yeah, just adding some food sources. To the dog's diet. Actually, springtime. Have you tried their um their chewable spirulina for
0: dogs? That's chewable. I got her on the longevity. It's got the spirulina. Oh yeah,
3: I I just got the chewable um spirulina tablets for oh, my okay. dogs. They love them. Okay. So um so using some whole food supplements and really having a lot of variety in the diet will definitely help your dog having kind of a major outbreak of allergies that needs to be treated
0: otherwise. How long have you been feeding this formula?
2: Uh, I would say since about July or August.
0: Okay, yeah. So you need to rotate with mm-hmm. every bag that you get. You want at least three different formulas to rotate, and, and Nutrisource is nice enough. Whereas uh, they got the the gray, uh, the uh, chicken and rice, they got the beef and rice, trout and rice, lamb and rice. You know, if you want to go that route, everybody's all panic about grain free dog foods. You know, especially with Goldens, and so you want to. And then also, I'd introduce like a, you know a raw, you know, at least three evenings a week. Uh, You know, whereas you can get that in the uh, frozen section of your local food stores, you know, at your mom-and-pop shops. And, uh, you know, uh, you could try some freeze, uh, not freeze dried, but uh, dehydrated. And so where that is like two cups product or two cups water to one cup product, you know, the big thing is, is rotation in the diet and change the proteins. And when you buy the size bag, most of the people, when they have big dogs like yourself, they want to buy the 33 pounder. And you know, that, that's the worst thing that you can do whatever. If you're going to feed a dry food, you, you should have, uh, once you open the bag, it should be fed out within two weeks, two and no more than two and a half weeks. But the best thing is to buy, when I had my 90 pound Zelda, I'd buy the six, eight pound bags, you know, of, of the foods, and that would last me not even a week. And, uh, then I'd be into the next pro, you know, I'd rotate into the next bag. One, with the dog has never had the food before, you gotta rotate it in, like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old, you know, for three, four days, 50-50 for three, four days, et cetera. But once they had that, it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it. You don't have to rotate it in every time, all right? It's only if they've never had the food before. Okay. Same thing if you're going to introduce some raw into the, the, the diet, like three evenings. I like evenings more, and that's just you're just going to feed raw that evening, all right? Because there's more time from dinner to breakfast than breakfast to dinner, and it kind of stays in their system a little bit longer. This is not just my way of thought, but anyway. So hopefully they can take extrude more of the goodness out of it, and you don't have to do everybody. You know, um, you know, if you want to go, that's the whole thing. Is the more variety you can put in your dog's diet, then the healthy. Remember, dogs are put on this earth to be the scavengers to eat everything and anything. Thing, and then lucky us them, we bring them into our house and feed them the exact same thing all the time. And you wonder why every you know the dogs have so much problems. And so that's why the more variety, the the healthier the dog's gonna be. Okay. Okay, so that's your goal. Now remember now don't pour your dry food into the bin. You set the bag in the bin. Cause the bins, the plastic bins are porous. They grab the fat. And then as you feed out the bin, okay, then you go to pour in the next bag and it releases where the, the porous had grabbed the fat from the dog food you just got done feeding. Now as you pour in the new stuff, it releases the rancidity that was holding in those pores into the new dog food. So annoyingly, you're feeding your dog food yucky, or your dog yucky dog food. So that's why set the bag in. Don't pour it into a, a plastic bin. All right. Okay. Okay. Any other question? Uh, no. That's okay. All, so uh, the, the, we'll try. Okay. The mission here is uh, more humidity in the house, more uh, omega threes and sixes, uh, change up the diet, probiotics, and, and probiotics and digestive enzymes. Even maybe a little bit extra, extra virgin coconut oil. That's a good. uh yep. That's yep. A, that's a good fat,
3: and then a supplement like Fresh Factors or the Spirulina yep. or both from yeah. Springtime. Yeah. Or longevity,
0: one. that's or longevity. another one yep. that they have. That's good. Okay, kiddo.
1: Okay, thank Good luck. So keep it, Yeah, keep
0: us posted. Have a nice turkey
1: day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, who's up next there, Miss Hope? We have Amy, and she's looking to introduce one dog to another dog. All right. Hey, Amy, how you doing? Hi. Hi from Stillwater. So, Yay. our dog, George Bananas, he just turned five. All right. And we rescued him from Coco's Heart. He's the most amazing creature ever. But nice. we're going to rescue another dog. Oh, look at you. So, we're wondering, should it be... Does the gender matter that much in. If well, it's going to be a puppy, like, do you think that will be a problem? What's the best way to introduce, and should we get boy or girl? Because he's a boy.
0: Okay. It, you have a better, it's easier. It, obviously, it all depends on the personality and sometimes the breed. But usually, oh. as, as a rule of thumb, two boy dogs get along better, or one girl and one boy. Two girl dogs sometimes is is a little bit witchier. There's It just has to do with the personality. I know yeah. somebody that has four females, and it's very calm. I know that some that have two females, and it's like... <coughs> Take Kelgon, take me away. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so that's why two males and a male or, or a female. And then now you're saying a puppy. What do you mean by a puppy? What's your what's your age version of a puppy?
1: Um, maybe like four to six months old.
0: Okay. And so what you gotta do is obviously they inter get introduced in unfamiliar territory. You, you, Mm -hmm. you come, let them come together, sniff nose and quickly back away and then go for a walk where you're both walking in the same direction. Okay. And then when they seem a little bit more relaxed and let them touch noses again and then continue on. Don't let them, the thing that gets most dogs upset is when dogs go in to sniff the private areas you know the hardware mm-hmm. department and they linger <laughs> and that's what oh. sets off more dogs to get upset is that you have well, a,
1: humans don't like that yeah <laughs> bingo <laughs>
0: so anyway so that's why if you just let them you know sniff noses a little bit a couple times and, okay. and then eventually sniff down the side and then a quick sniff of the hardware department and then move forward all right Mm-hmm. And then when you bring them home, everybody's on leashes. I pick up all toys, anything that's a possible fightable. <laughs> all yeah. right, because you don't want any you know clashes. Make sure that you feed them both in kennels or one in the bathroom, one in the kitchen, and behind where they're not the same room feeding area. I'm a big stickler for that because even though you okay. think that uh, they're all going to get along, it there comes all it takes is one incident, and now you got a yeah. whole different thing to deal with. All right, yeah. And so um, anyway, uh, but that's that's the main thing is. Let them, you know, right. Let's say uh, you meet at a park, um, and then uh, you go for a walk. And then uh, it's good to go for a walk where they can kind of size each other up as you're walking parallel, you know. (laughs) And then just stop when they seem calmer, and then let them, like I say, sniff noses and just uh, just slowly do it, and then things should be come together pretty good for you. Okay.
1: Does it usually take like a couple months until they can like? Be together. It just depends on the no. It just personalities, and you got to
0: match the personalities. You don't want a wow factor with a dog that's scared mm-hmm. of its own shadow. All right. But yet on the other hand, you don't want a dog that's scared of its own shadow. You don't want to find another scared of their own shadow. You need a dog that's a little bit more confident, but laid back and easy going to help bring the other one some, com- some confidence. So you have to match yeah. up who, you know, the, con- the, the, the levels are. Cause if you have a WA factor, then you want a calmer dog. Cause if you have two WA factors, boy, it's like Tasmanian city, you know, whereas you, yeah. uh, it's just going to be, you know, the, the, yeah, like a bull in a China shop. <laughs>
1: well, our dog is very, very sensitive, and I think he has puppy PTSD from where he came from. Okay. Sadly, like, he was treated poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, th- I feel like it's hard to know when it's a puppy to know if it's going to be just a, an obnoxious, overwhelming that's very true. No, not.
0: I see, that where yeah. if you have a dog with issues, as you have, I would opt for an older dog. You know, like a two, three year old mm-hmm. dog, or maybe a four year old dog. Now you know who the dog okay. is, and then the the that one there can teach yours and help build some confidence out of the one that you already have. And you need to go okay. through obedience classes with that one to help show you how to bring out. This dog, different things that I uh, uh, like with uh, with my puppies, if I got a shy dog in my puppy class, uh, uh, we play the what is this game. You go up and touch like a shoe. What is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? What is this? And you keep touching the shoe. Now, the dogs that'll look at it like, it's going to kill me. I know it's going to kill me. And uh and so, but if he, as long as he takes one paw towards it, I stop saying, what is this? And I start praising, oh, look at you. You're so brave. Yes, you are. Aww. And then I go back and t- touch the shoe again. What is this? What is this? <laughs> and so, what we're after, maybe you only do it three times if the dog hasn't come all the way up to see what it is. We'll just move on, mm-hmm. and then eventually you'll get over that, where the dog's going to come more in, more readily, and work with you as a team. But that's what you need to do. We got to get you trained to try to, you know, how to get the more confidence to build the confidence in the dog that you already have. All right, but okay. I would not because if you get a puppy, you got to remember dogs learn from each other. And so what can happen yeah. is that the new dog, you know, that if it's four or five months old might pick up on the anxieties of the other one and then it becomes a rattle trap and now you got two rattle traps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Twice the work. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So give that a shot and <laughs> okay. thank you for okay. rescuing. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. How much turkey does a person eat per per year? How much turkey does a person eat per year? We'll be back. Hey! Thank you, thank you for tuning into the Katie K Nine Show. I greatly appreciate it. And once again, Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is in the house. you so where you can call and ask her some uh, some vet questions, um, some health questions uh for your dog, your cat, or whatever type of thing. So please do six five one six four one one zero seven one. All right, let's see. How much turkey does a person eat per year? How much turkey do you think? A lot.
1: <laughs> this is turkey, not
0: chicken. Okay, so how many pounds do you think the average person? I don't know. Take a guess. Five. Okay, what do you think, Dr. Jess? I don't know. 20? Oh, well, you're closer. Okay. It's 15 pounds of turkey uh, in a year, the average person. Now, see, I don't. I just have turkey twice a year. And I know I ain't in the two sittings. I am not eating 15 pounds well, of turkey. Yeah. Right. Oh, I take that back, though. I get the uncured... Um. Uh, luncheon meat that's turkey okay so i do okay i'm thinking of just eating a turkey right i'm just
1: thinking thanksgiving focus but we're actually just talking about turkey eating turkey in general okay
0: okay yeah so so 15 pounds is the average so there
1: you go okay uh let's head to the uh the phone lines all right we have laura and she has a question about if essential oils are harmful harmful for pets
0: all right hi laura how you doing yeah. Hi, Katie. Doing well. Thank you. Good, good. So, what's the question?
2: Okay. Well, it's a cat question. Uh-huh. And I was wondering, um, I think I had heard um, that essential oils could be harmful to them. or And then I was also wondering about um, candles that... Uh, Contain
0: essential oils. Yep, I, I'm so glad. You know what? You must be reading my mind because we were going to discuss this. Because with the holiday season, everybody's into yeah. the smells of cinnamon and and pine and I just cookies, a nice candle, yes, and stuff like yeah. that. And, uh, and and a general rule. You got to remember, a dog can smell three three hundred times better than we can, mm-hmm. so it's really hard on their sniffers. Like people that use um, diffusers with oils in them on a twenty four seven, that is the worst. That, that I had Amy DeLong on, and she said that if you have a diffuser, it should be like a half a drop of whatever you want, and oh. only have it on for like an hour here, and an hour, in, in the whole day's time, it should be only on for two hours at a time okay. for what they have a diffuser, okay? And okay. so that's what Amy DeLong, who is into these animals and sensuals and stuff like that. But as mm-hmm. far as oils, Dr. Jess, uh, is there anything that they're more sensitive to? Do you have any idea? Well, I think they're really sensitive to all of them. So I think the biggest thing is um, don't try to
3: perfume your, your entire house. Correct. Like there mm-hmm. should be... Oh, a place to go. Yeah, like the cats and dogs have to be able to leave the room if it if it ends up being too much for them. So okay. like so basically, oh sure, yeah. So you don't set the diffuser up next to the dog's crate. Okay, right? <laughs> so they they always have to be able to leave the room and get someplace that where you can't detect the scent. But of course, as humans, we're lousy at detecting scents. and so that's why when people put oils in the diffuser, you know, you put in a few drops and you're like. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. I'm going to just put it in a little, little more. more. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's where we get into trouble because like really after one or two drops, now you're hitting toxic levels. Sure. And, okay. and so, uh, so I typically, you know, the information that I got from a textbook about essential oils was that you as a human should be barely able to detect the scent. Yeah. Mm, okay. There you go. And which is basically
0: was why people add more, right? Because we can't smell well, it, and well. we want to smell. We are in the smells,
3: exactly. And this time
0: of year is like peppermint. Peppermint's good for you, but there. Well, again.
3: and you know, Young Living makes all those Christmas spirit yes. scents and joy, and people yep. love sure. those. But but you really have to have a very very light hand. Now, scented candles are made mm-hmm. of, you know, if you are using pure essential oils. Um I can see how like the health risk is lessened but a lot of people will use various scented candles yes. that are that do potentially have toxic effects. So for example if you had a person in your home who had um asthma. chemical sensitivities okay, yep. or respiratory mm-hmm. problems like asthma you wouldn't even be able to light that candle or maybe not even have oh, it in okay. your home and that's I think a good way to think about pets.
2: Okay. So now just what just about um, like fuzzy soy candles? Human. Would soy candles be better?
3: Probably it kind of depends on what they're using to scent them with, right if they're mm-hmm. scented with organic essential oils you know that's probably a different factor then than if they're um, yeah, what you should have is you know how people have if, than if they're using the ones that are like chemical
0: versions of well you know how guys have their man caves. You know what Mm -hmm. you should do. Like if you're into scent, you know, like some people just love this. Their scent that you should have a scent room, or that just that room Mm -hmm. is where you light your candle or your what, so you can just really. Get that fixed. Yeah, then huff it a little and bit. Then, yeah, and then, yeah, so, <laughs> And then come out, whereas then you can, you know, then the rest of the house can breathe, you know, type thing. So, yeah. Right, yeah. But, but with most of us, the air kind of circulates in our homes. Oh, so. no, it does, but it's still just that, that exact, meh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so, oh, so, oh, just, t- just yeah, try scented. To keep it to a minimum. And see, with also, too, if you have cats, you got to pay attention to, I've got almost all my candles, well, all my, I have maybe one scented candle that I'll light every mm-hmm. once in a while, but otherwise, all mine are those, uh, uh, what do you call it? The fake candles, but they look like they're real because of fl- oh, the sure. flickers. Because with cats two. or even some dogs, they go and put their nose into it, or yeah, you know, okay. cats can burn their wickers and their whiskers and their their face by just getting oh, sure. or, uh, their tail. You know, or their around. tail could fire. Right, shirt. and so that's you why with the, that. you know, when you got cats, especially, open <clears throat> flamage is not a good thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Absolutely. So anyway, but thanks okay. for asking. I greatly appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank okay. You, very you have much. a great Turkey Day. Thank you. You as yeah, well. B- thank you. Bye-bye. I love that saying, you as well. That's I, More people I've been talking to, I'll say, hey, how you doing? Good, good. Well, well you have a good day. Well, you as well. I like that, you as yeah. well, instead of just saying you too, you as well. I, okay. think, I think that's kind of cool. What do you think, huh, Hope?
1: I like it. That's yeah. what I want. Okay, let's head for the phone
0: <laughs> lines.
1: All right, we, we love- have Mary, and she has a question about uh, what type of dry food for her cat should she be feeding? Okay. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Katie. All How right. are you? Good,
0: good, good. I'm I'm well. Uh, <laughs> no, here it I comes. Have okay.
2: a, I have a twelve, thirteen year, thirteen and a half year old cat. Excuse me. Okay. Who was diagnosed last year with diabetes? All right. And I've got him on. He's on insulin twice a day. He's getting three units of insulin twice a day. All right. Um. My question is, I, I'm trying to get him more on the on the wet foods because he's all he's been on dry food for the most part mm-hmm. all of his life. Yeah. Um, he was a rescue kitty when we got him. He was left on the side of the road.
0: Okay. Um, okay. He so weighs what? How? Yeah. How
2: much? half pounds He's a fat cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, so Actually, what you, he's a yeah. he's a big tabby. He's a big cat. Period.
3: What are you feeding him right now?
2: Um, right now, uh, for the wet for the wet food, he's on the Fancy Feast, what the, which is what the vet recommended. Uh huh. And for the dry food, um, he's on the WD um, Hill Science Diet.
3: Huh. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, really, all you have to do is stop feeding dry food. End of story. In- you have entirely. to entirely. Yeah, yep. yeah, you have to. It's especially especially the WD. So uh, they're prescription diets. Yeah, I was reading are, something about that, which is why I called.
0: Yeah, thank right. you. Thank you for yeah. calling. <laughs> There's
3: way too high carbohydrate to allow you to manage a diabetic cat successfully. Um, and so I would look for a variety of grain-free canned foods, different flavors, different brands. Open a new can every time. Every can you open should be something different. And yeah, um, just do I, I just
2: went to the store and um, it's, I got him the the fancy feast because so the vet said to feed him the pat, pate ones, not the ones with gravy and stuff in them. Yeah.
0: OK,
3: yeah. But as, as long as you, as you stick to the grain free, good quality brands, you're not yeah, going to run into doing. that kind of thing. So it is true that if you read through the ingredients of some canned cat foods. There are some that just plain old have sugar in them. Yep. Or caramel color, or caramel flavor. And your cat, it's true, does not need those synthetic ingredients and he sure doesn't need more sugar. Um, but no, I would stick to a variety of good quality brands and there's a ton of them. Waruva, Red Barn, Earthborn,
0: Nutrasource, Nutrisource. Well, Pure Vita. Um, the Nutrisource has seven grain free with no chicken, which is that is yeah. that's a very important because most dogs mm-hmm. or cats have been, all their food is made with chicken. And so mm-hmm. somebody like my Walter hasn't a chicken aversion, like he's, uh, right. you know, allergy. So, so yeah. That's why. Th- so there's a ton of great brands Lotus,
3: Tiki Cat. So, so basically, just get yourself a bunch of different varieties, different flavors. It should all be grain free because that will at least reduce the carbohydrate level in the food. And then, the yeah. insul- and- then you won't need as much insulin, right? Right. And and it will help him respond better to insulin if you quit spiking his blood sugar with the dry. With sugar. Um, okay, and so, so, so that, I think, is a good place to the start. Prob-
2: the, the problem I'm having with him is he will sit, literally sit and yowl if he uh-huh. doesn't have some sort of
3: dry cat food. Get, get a uh, stick with a feather tied to the end and play with him.
0: Give okay. away from, you know, begging for yeah. food and just playing I mean, with Yeah,
3: literally, I mean, our cats spend a lot of time begging for food because guess what? They're, we do it. They're bored. Yes. And it works. And plus, you know, I mean, I'm the same thing with my cats. Every time they meow at me, I'm like, oh, do you want something Some to eat? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe yeah. not. <laughs>
0: so, get him. On, get a laser light. You yeah. know he's heavy, so oh, he's yeah. not. He's not going to move very long for very far. But just do little <laughs> bit, little a little bit at a time. But it, now Duchess, I have a okay. Now if uh, she gets him all the way over to good grain free canned foods, uh-huh. all right. So now obviously that's going to drop his levels because he's not not getting yep. the sugar content. Now, how uh, when should she re have her uh, reevaluated yeah, to how it. much insulin that you know he's truly going to right.
3: Eat. And so basically, anytime you make a change in the diet or add a supplement or anything like that with a diabetic cat you have to wait at least 2 weeks before checking the blood levels oh, okay. to kind of see what effect you're having on them
0: okay, okay. because it, okay. it takes
3: takes the body a while to respond to those yeah. kinds of things um but um but he will he will want to, I don't want to be giving him more insulin than he needs either absolutely right. um but but like the at 3 units you know it depends on what his blood sugars have been if they're if they're still within the high normal range.
0: Okay, you wanna hold that thought? Hold that thought. We gotta come back, so don't hang up. We're gonna revisit this, okay? Are you okay. there with us there, Mary? Okay. Okay, is the turkey considered a game bird? Is the turkey considered a game bird? Be back. All right, I'm out of there. Okay. The is the turkey considered a game bird? Yes or no? Yes. All right, what do you think? Does it like to play games? Thank you. <laughs> Is turkey considered a game bird? Yes. Okay, the wild turkey is one of the most difficult game birds to hunt. It won't be flushed out by uh, the brush with a dog. Instead, hunters must try to attract it with different calls. Even with two seasons a year, only one in six hunters will get a wild turkey. Oh. Yeah, I know Hmm. uh, uh, Dan... Uh, my inherited son, he uh, hit turkey hunts bow and arrow. And, okay, uh, yeah, it, it, it's like you're you, well, it's of course bow and arrow, you got to get them really with inside. I had uh, but he said, yeah, it's really tough. They're they are really they're one of the toughest birds to hunt because they are very everybody thinks a turkey is really stupid. Mm. No, mm. they are very smart, very smart, very so, interesting. Something one in six hunters. All I know is that they've been uh, the from oh, I'd say August to uh what was it last week in september i had a flock coming through our yard the first day of turkey hunting haven't seen one since (laughs) (laughs) okay mary are we still with us yes okay dr jess diabetic cat what else are we doing now we're getting her on the grain-free canned food you can add a little bit of warm water to it make a little bit of a gravy because cats love to lick stuff so, try that, and then what else we need to do? Here? but
3: i but I think the key is like not to cave in to him. And so, when you make drastic changes in in cats schedules or diets, because i I did this with my own cats. So I used to feed them dry food, and then, you know, one day, I switched out one dry food meal for a canned food meal. And I had cats who were walking around very unhappy, saying, "But we don't eat this stuff, okay? Where's our food?" Too bad. I just made them wait it out, and then you know, fed them dry food again the next morning. All right. And usually, uh, in fact, way back in the day, I used to leave food out for my cats all the all time.
0: time. Yeah, a lot of people. And do then that. when That's I, I know what I do. Right, you got to Go. quit Go doing ahead. that. You got to get set That's feeding I'm, times.
2: I'm not, I'm not home through the day, and does, he does doesn't he eat during
0: the, the day? Yeah, he doesn't.
2: Yeah, need... What the vet told me was because of his diabetes, I should leave him out some, not a lot, just a little bit that he can nibble at to keep his blood sugar levels
3: at a regular rate Daddy, that should not be necessary um you know the okay. it, it, it i mean obviously it depends on the on the dose of insulin but if you're taking enough insulin that you need to eat something to get your blood sugar back up you're taking too much insulin right okay didn't that happen in that movie what was that steel magnolias or something uh, like that i
0: don't know yeah I like steel magnolias
3: um okay. i, I, I may i may be
0: misremembering cause okay. it,
3: <laughs> anyhow um so so he does not need to have food available during the day that's actually that actually causes more problems in cats but back in the day when i used to leave food out for my cats all the time and then i switched to twice a day feedings oh yeah i had three days of mutiny where the cats just wandered around the house meowing all the time because they were unhappy where was their food and then
0: after about three days, they kind of got over it and they adjusted. Right, and then plus, though, to give the cat something else to do, like chase the feather or right uh, Obvious, chase the laser while or,
3: while you're at work. You yeah. know, there is well, not yeah, much no, else for him to he's do. At home too. Right, though. and so
0: if they're bugging, bugging you,
3: right, and so that so that is what I would do now. Depending on what his blood sugars have been on the last glucose curve, if you're having those done, um, yes, I am. Then it kind of depends if he's ending up in the low end of the normal range, then. I would perhaps back off on the insulin before taking away the dry food. But if he's riding in the high normals, you know, around the 200 range, you should be pretty safe. Okay. Okay. I'll
2: double check and see what... I think I've got a copy of his um, last okay, glucose good. curve. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I do. Good.
3: And um, And then, like, the best part about this is that you do not... With canned food, you do not need to limit the amount that he eats. He will limit himself. You know, cats basically... If the food is really good for them, they don't eat more than they need typically. Yeah, and he will
0: magically lose weight all by himself. Yes, he will. You'll be surprised. <laughs> You'll be really surprised at how. Remember oh, yeah. my uh, my cat, the two cats that I I rescued, Bubba. He was thirty eight pounds when I got him, and Albert was thirty two pounds, and they were they had, had not tested positive for diabetes yet. But I got, took a year, a little over a year, and I got him down to seventeen pounds and sixteen pounds by mm-hmm. going just to canned yeah. cat food.
3: Yeah and and when i when I uh switched one meal a day to canned food versus dry, I had these seventeen pound cats, and without doing anything, I did not limit the amount that they ate. They shrunk down to fourteen pounds and when I finally just got rid of the dry food altogether, it turns out that all cats weigh between eight and ten pounds That's except for the occasional petite little six yes, pound cat right right but but really, so you don't necessarily have to worry about that, but that will make him. Two meals a day will make him much easier to maintain, and getting the carbohydrates out of his diet will also help him live longer. And it's true that you may need to adjust his insulin level down as you do this, but that's why we do glucose curves. There you go.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you got any other questions yeah. for her? How can they get a hold of you, Dr. No. Jess? What? How, how can they get a hold of you? thought she had a question. What? If she has another okay. question for you, oh. how can she get a hold of you? holistic
3: fat carecom It's easiest just to email
0: me through my website. Okay? Cool. Okay, good good luck, Mary. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, and and that's the thing with diabetes, which I don't understand, you know, with both uh, dogs and cats, is that why feed any dry, why the vets are are giving them, like, okay, the... You know, the WW stuff. And um, uh, whereas all that is like carbs, and carbs uh, produce sugar, and then sugar screws up the diabetes. So I don't understand that. How that was. Now, oh, Mary, in case you're still listening, there's a, a book out there called Your Cat. Your cat by Hodgkins. Oh, that's true. H O D. Mary, you need to read that book. Yeah, and the reason is she's got a, a section in there about diabetic cats, and it will really help you a lot. All right, so get the book Your Cat's uh, Cat by Hodgkins. H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S, and look up that the section on diabetes. All right. Okay, so, but that's what, it, but so why, I know that's what they were taught, but common sense would say, don't put more, when you're dealing with diabetes, why are we putting more carbs in for their that will go, turn into sugar? I don't get this. Well, because I think
3: to some extent, you know, um, companies manufacture what they think their customers want, right? And so there's this perception that cats need to eat dry food because otherwise, how will they clean their teeth if they don't eat cookies? Yeah. And there's also... There, well, Plenty of people who leave food out for their cats all the time. I mean, and you dogs. know how many yep. people go away for the weekend, just
0: yep. and leave food out for the cats. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But people love it. It's very yeah, convenient. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not good for the cats, but people love it. But yeah, so that's why you got to give set feeding times because the feed is what's going to tell you what there's something wrong with the animal. And remember, dry food does not clean teeth, whether it's a cat or a dog or whatever. Uh, because if dry food uh, clean teeth, then you know what us humans should be able to eat chocolate chip cookies and not see a dentist in our life no there's they don't there's not enough gnawing to scrape the teeth what do they do they scrape our teeth with metal objects so the crunchiness of that is not going to do it you know raw right. butcher bones will but that's about it okay so we're gonna come back our turkeys named after the turkey the, the country so think about that our turkeys named after the turkey the country we'll be back